every corner of the digital universe. You can't instant link to the internet. And Stradi Naylor, E3 video phone. Technology called I smell. Smelling mold and mildew and animals. Man, I got to smell a swamp today. Welcome to Water Cold Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm Kevin. I'm John. And today, we're going to do something a little bit more modern. Okay. I'm sure you've heard of it, John. All right. Though, I doubt the average person knows of it. For a good reason. Hmm, okay. And it's Red's Hydrogen One phone. That was released last year. That thing. Yeah, I've heard of that. (laughs) Yeah, it had quite a bit of mixed reviews as it was first launched. So are you familiar with the company at all? Yeah, they make uh, 8K cameras, very, very expensive ones. Well, they started off making 4K cameras. Okay. Yeah. Linus Tech Tips, MKBHD, they use RED cameras. And a bunch of other YouTubers, too. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's a little bit more about the Red Digital Cinema Company. So, they're a U.S. company founded in 1990 and, of course, got into the high-end video camera market, making 4K and eventually 8K cameras. I'm sure they'll eventually make 16K cameras. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that's ahead of us. And their first major camera was the Red One. It was capable of shooting 2K or Full HD at 120 frames per second. That's and, nice. Mm-hmm. And 4K at 60 FPS. They then went on to make more and better cameras, along with accessories and upgrades for them. And, of course, their famous 8K RED cameras. Right. Now, back to our topic. With a rich history of having amazing cinema cameras, people believed that when RED decided to make their own phone and release the Hydrogen 1, there would be amazing built-in cameras, Right. You would think so. Well, before I get into that, I need to cover a bit more about the phone first. Alright. It was first released in May of 2018, so pretty recent, with a starting price of (laughs) $1,295. I mean, that's about on par with some of the phones that we're seeing now, so Mm -hmm. it's really not that ridiculous, although... $1,200 $1,200 for a phone does seem a bit ridiculous. 1300 And that's just the starting price. If you want the titanium one, that's actually built out of titanium. It's $1,595. Yeah, because you definitely need titanium. Marketing. Titanium. <laughs> such strong. Uh-huh. With such a high price point, reviewers had to compare the Hydrogen 1 to other flagship phones, like the Pixel 3 and the iPhone XL. Linus from Linus Tech Tips did an extensive review on the Hydrogen 1. One of the first things he did was comment on the ridges built into the sides of the phone. Oh yeah, that's right. It has a grip on it, like a Mm -hmm. a handle on, I don't know, a shovel or something. I don't know. Kind of. Yeah, it's to help with extra grip. And he also commented on the excellent build quality, which I sure kind of hope so. I mean, they got to have some positives. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if it's made out of titanium, I would hope that the build quality is good. I don't know. Linus didn't receive the titanium version to review. Oh. So even the default one is good build quality, which is good to hear. 
I mean, if you're paying that much for it, it had better be. <laughs> yeah. Another aspect of the phone he covered was the built-in surround sound speakers. Oh, boy. You heard me correctly. <laughs> surround sound in a phone. <laughs> right. You see, the deal with surround sound speakers is they <laughs> surround you. Uh, Little phone speakers can't. Yeah, they literally cannot unless the phone is large enough and flexible enough to wrap it around your head. Which is not possible. Somebody might make that a phone like that in the future. But as of right now, Red did not do that. Yeah, that was my guess. <laughs> Unfortunately, Linus described the surround sound of the phone as sounding like, quote, a cheap EQ preset. <laughs> Which is probably what it was. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know entirely, but that's a possibility. He had other people around the office review it, and they all had pretty much the same opinion. It kind of sucked. That's, Great. <laughs> that's not that big a deal, though, because you can just turn the feature off. Oh, okay. So, like, it at least had decent speakers if yeah, you turn kind of, yeah. okay yeah it's a bit disappointing to test the feature on a device to discover that your experience is better with it off though well yeah <laughs> yeah definitely and on a side note the speakers couldn't get very loud compared to the other flagship phones oh again not like a dang i this phone sucks but it's another of, oh, okay, that's kind of disappointing. Right. Yeah, I mean, especially since, doesn't that thing have fairly substantial bezels? Yeah, I don't remember the exact dimensions, though, but, well, not necessarily with bezels, but, like, with the grips and a little bit of bezel, yeah. You would think that they would have had room to put, like, forward-firing stereo speakers. Hmm. One of the recent Pixel phones had front-firing stereo speakers. I don't remember which one. I don't either. <laughs> well, anyway, you might think that the main selling point of Red's Hydrogen One phone was the cameras. Well, since it's made by a camera company, you'd think so. But you're wrong. Right, of course. The main marketing focus was the holographic display. Oh, that's right! Which Red called 4V for. For view. Okay, then. <laughs> it was marketed as, quote, the world's first for-view media machine. Sure. Which was true as far as I can tell. Yeah, I mean, if you make up a name for something and then make that thing, you can <laughs> definitely say you're the first to make it. Linus from Linus Tech Tips commented that, quote, the holographic effects are cool, but it wears off quickly. Yeah, like, for what, though? Like, well, when it's booting up, there's this animation that it holographic looked kind of cool. Okay, but like, what else does, like, does it apply to the entire OS or, or what? No, not that much. The display technology was, of course, new, so there wasn't much content that supported the 4V display. However, three whole games and a little bit of video content supported it. Oh. Yep. Okay. 
so it was kind of useless. Kind of, but not completely. Okay. Did it at least work? Like, did it really look holographic? As far as I can tell with reviews that I've seen, yes. Especially with a quote from the CEO saying, for all those skeptics out there, you just have to see it. He didn't say exactly that, but something along the lines of that. I suppose holographic technology in a phone screen, it could be maybe kind of cool, I guess, if it had a use, but... Like, maybe, like, as you mentioned, generally for the whole operating system, so, like, on your home screen and whatever, icons, yeah. holographic, that would be cool. Yeah, if the icons seemed closer to you than your background, that type of thing, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But, but it's just... Not but, the case. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, what else? Well, here's some more bad news. Okay. So... You'd think that a camera company knows the importance of color accuracy because they make high-end cameras, right? Oh, no. Well, you're... I'm sorry, you're going to be disappointed in the case of the Hydrogen 1. Again, the color accuracy is worse compared to other major flagship phones like the Pixel 3 and the iPhone 10. Oh. It's worse. Great. Washed out. And nothing like you saw it or took the picture of. <laughs> Isn't that largely software? Mm, I don't know offhand. Unless they use just a really terrible sensor. I don't know. That's a possibility. I don't know the details. I would guess that calibrating it to mm -hmm. produce images accurate to the real colors Probably is a software that. thing that yeah. they didn't bother with. Probably not. <laughs> okay. Great. Good Good going there. Great going. So, you're getting a phone from Red, a content creator company that makes expensive 8K cameras that a lot of YouTubers buy, and a lot of other people too, and getting extremely inaccurate colors compared to other expensive phones. That doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. Okay, yeah. And of course, I haven't covered everything. Well, what else? <laughs> Alright, so let me just go over the specs quick. It's a 5.7 inch display with okay. a 2560 by 1440 resolution okay. screen, which is pretty standard. Some other specs are 120 gigabytes of storage, or 256 for the titanium version. Okay, that's kind of nice. USB-C for charging. I hope so. <laughs> Support for up to a 500 gigabyte microSD card like almost all phones today. Mm -hmm. Well, not necessarily a year ago, though, so. Yeah, not all phones have microSD support, but it's True. definitely nice. Yes, you're right on that. An 8-core Qualcomm Snapdragon 835 CPU, which is far as I can tell, which was pretty good for a year ago. Yep. Six gigabytes of RAM. I mean, that's not impressive, especially since the OnePlus 5T had a eight gig RAM version. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it only cost like $550 or something like, or maybe for the upgraded version, it was probably more, probably like 600 bucks, but still. Well, you see, it's not red. Well, yeah. So therefore, it's no good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. There's a 4,500 milliamp hour battery, which is pretty good. 
and it ran the latest Android, 8.1. Okay. Not really anything special about it, besides yeah. the weight. Oh, no. Want to guess how heavy it was? Well, I would hope the titanium version was light, maybe? No. Okay. Want to guess a number, or do you want me to tell you? Um... I'm going to say it was like 220 grams. Try 263. Wow. Okay. So to put that into perspective, a lot of phones are closer to like 150 or so. The iPhone 10 is 174 grams and my little S5 is 145. It's almost like carrying around two phones as far as weight. One and a half, two phones, somewhere around there. I mean, and the did... titanium version is 292 grams. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Double the weight of my S5. <laughs> what is the non-titanium one made out of? I don't remember offhand. But they called it shadow and something else. Okay. I'm guessing aluminum. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay, so it's a it's a brick. It's an expensive, heavy brick mm -hmm. with average specs mm -hmm. from a camera company, and it has a bad camera. Well, kind of, yeah, kind of, no. Okay. Now on to the part you were probably wondering about the most, the cameras. You would think that a camera company that makes a flagship phone would have amazing cameras, but not in this case, I'm sorry. Okay, so the, you already said the color accuracy is off. Is there more? Compared to the Galaxy Note 9, Pixel 3, and the iPhone XL, the hydrogen gets blown out of the water in color accuracy and HDR almost all the time. Ooh. Yeah. Sometimes it outperforms the other phones, but those cases are, quote, few and far between by Linus that reviewed it. Okay. Anything on video? Also, when you try to take a video... It tries to display a live preview and results in being extremely hard to tell if your objects are in focus. Kind of a big deal if you're filming. Wait, so it does what? Basically, so you have a camera. Okay, I'm going to take a video now. It does a live preview, except you don't know what's in focus. So you're probably spending a lot of your time going, what's in focus? I need to fix this oh, shoot, it already happened, or, oh, shoot, I'm going to spend a lot of time on this. Okay. Yeah, this makes a lot of sense. All right. At least the two front cameras are 8.3 megapixel, and the two rear cameras are 12.3. Why does it have two front-facing cameras? Because why not? I'm not entirely sure. Double the selfies? 4V for four view? I don't know. Oh, you know, 4-4. Four, four. If I remember right, the built-in cameras were able to capture images that could then be displayed in 3D on the holographic display. Hmm. So maybe the dual cameras on the front were for depth sensing so you could have 3D selfies. Because mm. selfies are the most important thing in the world. Does that mean it's better than a slow fee? Uh. 
also it can rec record 4K video. Oh boy. How many frames per second? I hope it's 60. They didn't specify. On I, their website. I bet it's 30. Yeah, my old S5 that came out in like 2017, 2016, it can record 4K. Sure, it's only 30 FPS, but I can record 4K on a Samsung S5. Think about that. Like, what's the selling point of this phone? <laughs> Wasn't there something with like, didn't it have some kind of a connector that was supposed to support mm. modules or mm -hmm. something? Like, you can use it as a viewer for your other cameras. Okay. Not sure why you'd do that, though. I'm not like a camera nerd or anything, so... Well, like, I think the... I think the red cameras, it's like just a brick. Mm -hmm. And then you have to attach everything, like, I think, even including the screen. Mm. I think it probably just plugs in with HDMI or something, if I had to guess. Mm. So I guess you carry around your phone and attach your phone to the side of your red camera? I guess. Okay. Yeah, in the end, unless you're a red fanboy or girl, there's not much special about the Hydrogen One phone. As a result, red slashed its prices. And as of right now, the Black and Shadow Editions are only $645. Okay, that's actually... I mean, I wouldn't pay that much for that phone, especially since it's over a year old. It's half price, though! Yeah, it's a more reasonable price. <laughs> uh, if I had 650 bucks that I wanted to go spend on a phone, I'd go buy, I don't know, a OnePlus 6T or something. Hmm. Well, what about the titanium version? It's $895. What good is titanium, really? Like, if you... Telling all your friends it's titanium. I guess. Because if you <laughs> drop it, the screen is going to break. That's going to be oh. your main problem. It's still glass. The glass is still going to break if you drop it. I don't know of a lot of people who say they've dropped their phone and, like, bent the metal frame unless they really dropped it. Yeah. And at that point, I don't know if titanium is going to help you. No. <laughs> no. So, the titanium is probably completely useless, or nearly useless. But it's titanium! Oh. <laughs> okay, fine. And, of course, they didn't make a second generation, so <laughs> all the hardware is the same. <laughs> and, as far as I can tell, the Hydrogen 1 is just fading into history as its hardware becomes obsolete. Yep. wonder how much you'll be able to pick one up on eBay for in about two years. Hmm. My guess is maybe 400 though I wouldn't count on it. I bet it'll be cheaper. Hmm. A three, four-year-old phone? Oh, at, true. At that, you know, at that point, it'll be three, four years old. It's not going to be worth that much. Nobody will care if it's <laughs> made out of titanium. I mean, maybe for the... I don't know how much titanium is worth. It can't be worth that much. So according to my research, a pound of titanium is currently worth $26.35. 
Then how on earth are they charging so much more for the titanium version? Because it's not materials cost. Like, I'm not sure. There's no way a pound of titanium goes into that thing. It, probably more like, I don't know, six ounces of titanium? Maybe? I don't know. But if it was gold, then maybe it would be worth three to four times as much, because... Well, a pound of gold, as of right now, is worth $23,848. So significantly more. Oh, have you heard of that? I think it was an iPhone 4 or something. Someone dipped it in gold. Yeah, something like that. Gold iPhone 4 encrusted with diamonds. Like, kind of stupid if you ask me, because now the phone is useless but and it's so pretty. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. Yeah, it's only 900 times more expensive than titanium. Suppose that'll be Hydrogen's next phone. I wonder, I wonder if someday we'll see a phone that's, like, manufacturer-made from gold just because... Yes. Starting price, $9,995. And it'll just be, like, aluminum with gold plating, probably. I bet Apple will do that eventually. They're slowly running out of ideas. They're eventually going to get to that. If anyone does it, it'll be Apple. That would be yeah. my guess. Duh. Premium materials. Taken, <laughs> exactly. Taken to an extreme. See, now the common person can have a gold phone, which was never done before. <laughs> and that would be true. Unlike some of their claims, <laughs> which I won't get into. Yeah, let's stop Apple bashing, because <laughs> more than half are listeners. I mean, are we, well, we can users. bash Microsoft, too. Like, Windows updates take forever, and then all the Mac users are like, ha-ha, it does it in the background. I don't have to reboot. Wow. Okay, that's actually kind of nice. I didn't know that. Yep. Huh. But, yeah. So, any other remarks about the Hydrogen 1? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I've already said this, but I wouldn't buy one. But what if someone just gave you it? Well, if somebody gave me one, I'd go sell it. Wow. What's with you and, oh, someone gave it for me for free, I'll just sell it. Well, Linus, he said, we got this for free, and I wouldn't use this. Well, I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't need the money. True. And he has a ton of other phones that he uses as a daily driver to test out, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's a lot of companies deciding it would be a terrific idea to make a phone because everyone's making a phone. Yeah. sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. Like, yeah. Like, there's the Razer phone. Oh, yeah. That still exists. Yeah, they made a second gen. Gaming phone. Yeah. And you can attach, like, an air cooler on the outside. Yeah, yep. You can clip on a heat sink and a fan. Tiny little fan. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what pitch it is, but... (laughs) Yeah, judging from the size, it's probably fairly high-pitched wine. Yep. And it's, like, super gamery aesthetic, Mm -hmm. but it does have, like, 12 gigs of RAM or something like that, I think. Oh, and there's also, like, a charging port on the side, so if, like, you're holding it landscape, you can still plug it in on the bottom. That's actually kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. See, the Razer phone's not entirely stupid. Yeah, like I said, sometimes it works out. Mm-hmm. Razer makes a phone, works out. 
Uh, Razor makes a tester. Just kidding. They didn't know that. <laughs> they joked about it, but they didn't actually make it. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Duracell was going to make a phone, weren't they? What? Yeah, I think that was the one that they claimed to have, like... Oh, the like super a, thick one well, with, like, 10,000 milliamp hour battery or I whatever? Th- I thought it was, like, 20,000. Oh, that's right. That's right. 20,000. Yeah, I have a 20,000 milliamp hour power bank, and it's, like, half an inch... No, it's, like, almost an inch thick. It's longer than my phone and just as wide... I can't imagine gluing that to the back of my phone and carrying it around. Of course, it would be a bit smaller and lighter if it was all just a single device, mm-hmm. you know. But still, it I'm all for bigger batteries. However, <laughs> that, I think, is going a bit too far. Make it 8,000 milliamp hour, 10,000. That's a bit more reasonable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be 20,000 milliamp hour. That's a bit ridiculous. But the trend is like super thin 3,000. So we have to go against the trend. No. I Yes, but no. <laughs> yeah, personally, if I saw like a phone that's like six to 8,000 milliamp hour battery, assuming everything else is pretty good, I might consider getting it. Yeah, definitely. I, you know. It'll be a little bit thicker, sure, but maybe the screen's a little bit smaller than what other people are used to, so that will save some weight. I would be fine with a phone that's, like, twice as thick as the average phone if it lasted multiple days. A week. A week, even, between charges. That would be amazing. Yeah. Doesn't even need to be a week, but just, you know... (laughs) it'd be nice to be able to go two days go Mm -hmm. a weekend without charging your phone if you had to a weekend that's when people use their phone more yeah (laughs) (laughs) I don't know you could go camping over the weekend not have to worry about bringing power banks Mm -hmm. or finding a way to charge your phone yeah but unfortunately that's not what a lot of people want yeah well one benefit of every company in the world thinking it's a terrific idea to make a phone is that eventually one of them will actually make something good. Mmm, you're right. But what company will make that phone? (laughs) Who knows? And whoever it is, it's going to be the last company that anyone would expect it to be. Energizer! Maybe? I don't know. Or like Dell or... Oh my gosh, that'd be so funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dell makes a phone. It's actually surprisingly good. Yeah. Kind of the problem is that the bigger manufacturers like Samsung and Apple, they have the bigger factories and stuff. Mm -hmm. Vast majority of the market share. Mm -hmm. And they can design all their own parts, everything. Mm Mm-hmm. And smaller companies that are just getting into phone manufacturing don't necessarily have access to the same resources. So it's not exactly a level playing field. Maybe Microsoft will make a reboot of the Windows phone? Oh, no. (laughs) Why not? Have you ever used a Windows phone? No, that's why I said reboot. (laughs) So, 
I got a Windows phone really cheap and it was not good. It's it was an older version of the Windows Phone OS. It was bad though. Like yeah. I mean you told us that last week so yeah, I lay a bet it's still bad today. Did I talk about that last week too? Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Well, does that mean we better stop the episode, Jen? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. I guess we're not mentioning the Patreon. Yeah. John got sick of it. Yeah, there's no point. Email us if you want to. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.